Hello, everybody. This is John Hagedorn, and welcome to 1001 Stories for the Road, also known as Caffeine for the Curious, and your home for good old-fashioned entertainment. Ever heard of the Fen Treasure? That's Fen, F-E-N-N. It's out there somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, and it's valued at over $1 million. It's not a wild legend. It's the real deal, if it hasn't been found. And it hasn't been found, according to those who were in the know, one of them being Forrest Fenn himself. When Fenn retired from the Air Force, he acted on a whim and opened up an art gallery in Santa Fe, New Mexico, with his wife Peggy, selling everything from Indian artifacts to fine art. And they both turned it into a multi-million dollar business. In 1988, Fenn was diagnosed with cancer, and while he was ill, he came up with the idea to hide a chest full of treasure containing gold nuggets, rare coins, jewelry, and gemstones, along with a jar holding his autobiography. He originally intended to hide it and end his life nearby with the treasure as his legacy. But fate smiled on him, he beat the big C, and waited until he was 80 to hide it. He is still with us, and has written two books, one of them named The Thrill of the Chase, in which he explains what motivated him to hide the treasure, and gives a number of clues to the whereabouts of the fortune. You don't need to buy the book, by the way, although it is very helpful, and it might get you started doing a little treasure hunting yourself. The theory being that the thrill is really in the search, getting off the fast track, and devoting some time to doing something daring, something that makes you feel alive. As of January 2016, four people have gone missing searching for the treasure, which is a pretty good indicator that you need to know what you're doing out there and don't go it alone. The brass chest itself weighs 20 pounds and the contents weigh 22 pounds. When he deposited the chest in 2010, it took him two trips. It's on public land, it's not buried, and you've got to be agile to get to it. That has been causing some serious controversy with people on one side saying that the treasure is a hoax and that innocent people and their families have been made to suffer tragic losses as they disappear in their efforts to find the treasure. And with people on the other side saying that none of them had a gun to their heads and were all responsible for our actions. Fenn turns 87 this year, 2017 and he monitors his laptop all day long for the hundreds of comments that pour into his blog at www.oldsantafetradingco.com, where you can read accounts from searchers, stories about Fen, notes on get-togethers, you name it, it's a busy place. There are people who say they've found it, many people, but they've offered no proof, and usually just post to say they'll provide proof with a video soon. All BS so far. It's been seven years and the search continues. It's also jammed with emails asking Fenn to stop, especially after a second Colorado man who had come to New Mexico to search for the treasure was found dead just recently. But Fenn says he's not going back for it. He's 87, has a bad back, and can't take the hike anymore. The two Colorado men, you ask? The most recent was Paris Wallace, age 52, a pastor from Grand Junction, Colorado who apparently died along the Rio Grande searching near Taos. His body was found June 18th this year, 2017, seven miles downstream from Taos Junction Bridge, where his car was parked. And there was Randy Bilyeu, age 54, of Broomfield, Colorado, who went missing after dropping an inflatable raft on the chilly Rio Grande in January of 2016. State police and volunteer searchers spent weeks searching the banks of the river and even Fenn himself rented a helicopter to try and find him. Bilyeu's remains were found near the river just north of Cochiti Lake in July of 2016. 
His wife continues to urge Fenn to end the hunt, saying that only he has the power to stop what she terms the madness. Finn wrote his autobiography, The Thrill of the Chase, as an inspiration for those seeking a purpose-filled life, and that requires engaging with others and experiencing the outdoors, especially in the Rocky Mountains West, a region he has hiked, fished, and explored since childhood. The New Mexico Department of Tourism has published a video about the search and posted it on a state website. The New Mexico State Police Chief, Pete Casitas, recognizes the benefits of Fenn's search for New Mexico, but after Wallace's death, he's asked Fenn to reel it in, saying that only Fenn can stop people from killing themselves trying to find it. The TV morning shows Good Morning America and The Today Show have interviewed Forrest Fenn, and both have given the hunt deep coverage. Fenn said he would give helpful advice to searchers to keep them safe, and occasionally give clues to narrow down the search, but that's as far as he will go. Every day he receives encouraging emails that define the purpose of the search, to get people outdoors, to give them a direction and purpose in life, and to experience the thrill of the search. A Las Vegas attorney writes, My kids love going out and exploring nature and looking for the treasure. We sit around the poem with maps and compasses, and we do our best to figure out where it is, and then we go exploring. Another person writes, You, sir, are not responsible for the bad decision-making of others. To suggest you are culpable in any way, in my opinion, is a summary of what's wrong with our society in general. Fenn's close friend Dal Nitzel also publishes a blog where you can go to to get more information. The first name is spelled D-A-L, last name spelled N-E-I-T-Z-E-L dot com, dalnitzel.com. And Dal admits that the number of those who say they found the treasure has risen lately, but still no proof. I have seen Fenn's interviews and read enough of his blog and his background to know that he didn't write his books for the money, and I believe that he actually did hide the treasure and write the clues. Has it been found? I don't know. With all the pressure on Fenn to end the hunt, one has to believe that the finder of the treasure would offer proof it's been found. A few pictures and a video should do it, and put an end to it. That's probably what I would do. And he makes nothing from the books. To date, they've sold 22,000 of them. The proceeds go to Collected Works, which has to cover the cost of printing new books and give 10% to cancer support. When you're printing books, it is costly to do two to 5000 at a time, and the amount Collected Works gets barely pays the cost. And Fenn, who retired wealthy from his art store in Santa Fe, doesn't need it. One person named Pam Sheltron from North Carolina has published an entire solution to the poem, which we offer you in our show notes and at the end of this piece. And she's convinced she's found the location, but came up empty. She said it was at the Christ of the Mind Shrine in Silverton, Colorado. She went there, but no treasure. She said that she realized that Fenn's poem and autobiography, written after the death of his close friend and his own recovery from cancer, is a journey that encourages others to live a life rich with friendships, engagement, and adventure, then prepare for a spiritual journey in death. Before you set out on your treasure hunt, there's a few things you need to know. First, caution. There are plenty of speculators, naysayers, and misinformed individuals, reporters, and journalists who have added inaccurate hints and clues to the search. Rely only upon what you read from Finn and his blog and books. He, by the way, is a master of the double entendre, and he chooses his words very deliberately. He specializes in helping you believe something he never said, so never assume. The value of the treasure easily exceeds $1 million in gold and gems, 
The old world bronze chest alone is valued at 25000 Items of gold, like an ancient Aztec golden amulet, are worth far more than their weight in gold due to their scarcity. We'll post the poem and the link to Fenn's blog and Dell's blog in our show notes. Here's the poem with the nine clues from The Thrill of the Chase, Fenn's self-published autobiography. As I have gone alone in there and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where and hint of riches new and old. Begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put in below the home of Brown, for there it's no place for the meek. The end is drawing ever nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek. Just heavy loads and water high. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to seize, but tarry scant with marvel gaze. Just take the chest and go in peace. So why is it that I must go and leave my trove for all to seek? The answers I already know. I've done it tired, and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold. If you are brave and in the wood, I'll give you title to the gold. Happy hunting. And the same from us at 1001 Stories for the Road. Until next time, happy hunting. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Stories for the Road where every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we release a new episode for your listening enjoyment. 1001 Stories for the Road was inspired by our big brother, 1001 Heroes, the research for which has turned up a treasure chest of great stories. Too short for our typical 45-minute shows at 1001 Heroes, and these stories, averaging about 15 to 20 minutes each, needed a new home. So we created 1001 Stories for the Road. We're available 24-7 at iTunes, our terrific host, Audioboom.com, and everywhere great podcasts are found. We have two other 1001 shows out there, and we encourage you to give them a try. Those are 1001 Heroes, Legends, Histories, and Mysteries, and 1001 Classic Short Stories and Tales. You can catch all our 1001 network shows and archives, including this one, at www.1001storiespodcast.com and we encourage your posts at facebook.com forward slash 1001 stories for the road we'll be back real soon 